0: what is good everybody we are back with another episode of decision time i'm your host keith harwell jr aka coach kj today i really want to dive into the topic of finding a healthy lifestyle in the simplest way possible um and the reason why i want to do this is because i, I truly feel like online there is so much information there is so much um, an abundance of information that it can become so confusing to somebody who is new in the gym new to trying to get a healthy lifestyle so what i want to do today is go over six simple tips that you can start to implement today Two being of the mental side, two being of the physical side, and two being of the nutritional side that will help you start to see some results and at least get you started upon this journey. And as I always say, it always starts with the mindset. If you have been following for me for any amount of time on my uh, social media sites, I'm always talking about the mindset is the start of it. So we're going to dive into those um, helpful tips to start everything off. Now, when it comes down to uh, mindset, what we want to, what we want to realize is that we have to build a routine. Part of that routine has to be something that is going to build up our confidence and build up our consistency. And by just finding a routine, we already start to tackle some of that consistency portion of it. But Over dealing with so many different clients from the time when I first started training back in 2014 up until now, um, I've noticed one thing, and that's that there's a certain area of confidence that is broken down in every single person um, that comes into uh, any type of programming that is coming from an unhealthy lifestyle. And it's really a root cause for that unhealthy lifestyle that they were living. And so let's say, for example, that you're somebody who has a horrible relationship uh, with food due to your lack of confidence that you have within yourself one of the things that I would definitely urge you to do is to find time within that morning routine and do this every single day I don't care whether it's a workout day or not we want to find time to be able to write down our goals and within writing those down and within writing down those goals we really want to find a way of how are we going to start to implement The positive things that we need to replace the negative things that have been implanted in us for so long, right? So um, let's say, for example, if uh, I come across a client who has an eating disorder more so because they have a lack of confidence that has led to them emotionally eating. Um, And for those of you that are emotional eaters, I definitely urge you to look into whether or not you are developing an eating disorder, whether it be from overeating um, and finding an addiction to food Or whether it be from under eating because of a worry of aiding in, uh, you know, those negative thoughts that have brought about a lack of self-confidence due to your body image. But anyway, um, you know, one of the things that I would have that person do is to make sure that we dial in on rebuilding that confidence first and foremost. A lot of times people will see, okay, I eat too much. I want to try and tackle the food. But if the mentality has not been changed, it is going to be a, a uh, revolving circle in a sense that it will come back around. So what we need to do is start to implement things. One of the best things that I have saw uh, or seen saw <laughs> that I have seen that has helped out me and so many of my clients is actually just like sitting down and kind of just auditing yourself figuring out where those areas of, of uh, lack of confidence and lack of self-worth are coming from and those are the things that we want to pinpoint every single day. Um, you know, whether whether a lot of people nowadays like to call them affirmations or, or uh, confessions, whatever, whatever it is, find things to speak over yourself. And I like to find things that are concrete. And as you all know, on this on this show, we are a show of faith um, and of Christian values. And that's one of my favorite things to do is to go and find scriptures that truly backs what it is that I that I know God has said over me. Um, what God says is concrete, it's not going to change, it's always going to be everlasting So therefore I'm going to go into my go into my word, go into my prayer time And over time as you're doing that, God is going to lead you to different things Where he's giving you promises of things that he has already said over you uh, Covenants that he has already spoken well before you were developed within the earth And those are things that I really try and build my confidence on And that I urge my clients to use as daily affirmations Because now you're not just saying these things based off of... You you know, a hope that has no, that has no foundation behind it, but you are actually doing it based off of the word of God and something that you have, that you see as a foundation within your life to know that, yo, this is, this is everlasting. This is what God has spoken over me. So how is a person going to speak down upon me? How am I going to speak down upon myself? And so those are things that I have, um, started implementing even within my clients, you know, finding ways, whatever it is that your background is, whatever it is that your belief system is, find what it is that is concrete that you know is everlasting and never changing and start speaking those things into your life um, in a positive aspect. Because when we have given in so long to a lack of self-confidence and and self-doubt, we start to speak those things over ourselves. And those things that we speak, out loud are are the things that that we are speaking over ourselves, and we don't want to be speaking any word curses, any things that uh, that are going to hold us back uh, within our progress. So that's number one um, in building that routine. Number two is write out goals, and it seems so tedious, it seems so small, and it seems so like uh, whatever. I don't I don't feel like doing it, almost like a homework assignment in a sense, but this is going to be something that will truly help you and the reason why i say that is because it will keep you on track many times when you have a goal that is set up um and and this doesn't always have to be like a short-term goal it doesn't have to be oh like this is just my goal for today. No, set out, set out a goal for the day, set out a goal for the, for the week, uh, and a goal for, for the year, really like I, I'll i skip the month and, and just say, go straight to the year. And the only reason why I say that is because when we have a longer term goal, it's easier for us to make sure that we handle everything in between then to make sure that goal is coming about because what we set out as a goal is something that we truly are, uh, you know focused on, especially when it's long-term, we're focused on making sure that that happens. And, and, and it kind of helps us mentally uh, start to really pay attention to the smaller steps along the way and embrace the journey of it within those small steps. So those things and adding those into our, our daily routine is going to be um, definitely of a, um, a prime factor within seeing change. Because once again, if we try to we try to tackle anything else, whether it be physical, whether it be uh, nutritional, before we tackle that, we are going to see ourselves right back at the same starting point, and that's where you see a lot of people start yo-yo dieting, um, being in shape, uh, you know, for three months out of the year, and then all of a sudden, for six months they fall off, and now they got to start right back at ground zero at month nine within that year, and so. <clears throat> Those are things that we really want to try and bring a change to and bring a stop to really so that way people can start to progress. People can progress beyond what they thought they could make it to um, prior to that. Um, And it's all going to start with the mindset. So now after after we tackle that mindset portion, right, we want to obviously start looking at that nutrition. And I, I always tell people in this order is, is' mindset nutrition then movement uh we are not going to ever put movement before the nutrition that you have only because there has to be a uh a solid amount of energy source for you to be able to put the right amount of uh movement towards any goal that you have right so when we think about nutrition, a lot of times I think we we think that hey, I need to try and Let me go dive into this fridge and just get all the bad stuff out, which I mean, yes, it is definitely helpful to take out the things that are of a temptation to you um, and things that are not the best choice. But, you know, we definitely have to we definitely have to also see, like, okay, what changes can I make right now? So that way I'm not making excuses for myself uh, later on. And one of the things that has helped me and every single client that I've dealt with is water intake. If you start to focus in on that and start to focus in on getting your water intake, that that alone will make a huge difference for multiple reasons. For one, a lot of people don't recognize that the, the quote-unquote hunger that you are feeling is more so just a, a sense of dehydration within the body, and the body knows survival. That's all it knows. It doesn't recognize, oh, like, you know, last time when they drank that bottle of water, that was how I got it. Um, or last time when they when they ate that that you know food, you know that was how I got it. <clears throat> Mentally, our mind is going to correlate certain things with a a feel that we get within the body, and so sometimes um, as we know certain foods have a certain water content, and sometimes the body is going to seek that because oh well. That was, that was something that also had a, um, had a boost of that serotonin, bringing me a sense of joy and happiness, but at the same time, it did quench that, that thirst. Um, so therefore, I'm going to have you crave that over just simply water. But we have to recognize these things and understand the body uh, and understand our own bodies, I should say, so that way we know, let me take a step back. Let me not think that every time when I think I feel hungry that I have to eat something, let me start off with some water first. Let me really try and attack this goal of getting a gallon of water, and go from there. Um, and you'll start to see a a huge difference because, <clears throat> excuse me, as we start to tackle more water within our within our daily drinking, we will also start to see that we one feel full, we two have better function within within the, our muscle contractions um you know that's going to help us out on the physical side so you're going to feel a lot better throughout your workouts and also it's going to help us drop that excess water weight that we have and yes it sounds sounds weird to say hey like i'm going to drink more water to drop water but yes it it is actually absolutely true because there is a, a happy medium that we have to find within our water intake not having enough causes the body to really want to hold on to as much as it can, because it needs to survive. Um, now having a, a good amount will allow us to be able to flush out any excess, but also keeping it the adequate amounts because the body trusts that, Hey, you're bringing this in on a regular basis. I don't necessarily have to hold on to it. Now on the flip side, this is where a lot of people get it mixed up where they try to guzzle down two, three gallons a day and you're a 150 pound person. Um, This is where it really starts to get mixed up, because if you start to do things like that, you can also teach the body that I don't need to hold on to any of it, which can also force dehydration as well. But we'll dive into that topic at a later time and really go a little bit more in depth on that. Now, um, another tip that I would definitely say is don't try to, um, especially if you know that you're a person that, that is hard to make change and stick to, start to change a couple things at a time. Not you know, the whole, whole diet, sometimes that can be very tough on people, especially coming from, you know, um, not eating healthy at all. Now, if you're in a, in a health crisis that your life is, you know, up in the air on it, there's going to, you're going to have to force yourself to make those changes because you need to live. But if you're somebody who is really just trying to make a change and you want to find a way to finally make this last versus always yo-yo dieting for the rest of your life, um one thing that I will say to do is take it one meal at a time. Learn how to break up the uh quote unquote unhealthy things with the with the healthy with the quote unquote healthy things. Um and so what I mean by that is let's say in the morning you get up and you have a um a breakfast with, you know, eggs, um, some type of healthy lean protein source and some vegetables. That would be considered, you know, universally as a as a quote unquote healthy meal, right? Um or the best choice um, for it for your breakfast now when we start to look at our next snack, let's say you slip up and you have a pop tart you have one of those uh, treats that are that are high in sugar um, you know, that's perfectly fine it's nothing to ever beat yourself up over because like we stated earlier even that bad mental relationship that you have with food can lead to those eating disorders people that beat themselves up over the simplest thing that they eat are either going to uh, continue to overeat because it makes them feel better for what they already made a mistake on or they will start to get to a point of undereating. And being almost bulimic or anorexic because they feel so bad for what they eat. So, um, you know, it's, I want to let you guys know that because you have to understand it is okay if you have that treat every now and again. The question is, how are you going to respond after that with the next thing that you intake in your body? Are you going to follow that up with another, um, you know, sugary food or something that is working against your goal? You should not. And so that's where we have to find that that balance, especially starting out. So let's say week one, we have five meals on the agenda. And, you know, for your breakfast, you have a great choice uh, of your food. For your uh, snack, you choose a healthy snack, um, you know, some fruit or something like that. And let's say for lunch, you're out and about, you got to grab up you know, some fast food and maybe not that, obviously not the best choice, but you got to grab that up because you still need some type of fuel source. That's perfectly fine. Don't beat yourself up about it, but let's follow that up for, um, for the next snack with, uh, making sure that it is something healthy, a protein shake, something like that, especially if you're still on the go. Um, even if, even if, um, dinner time, You know, you eat something healthy, but then you have a a small dessert afterwards. That's perfectly fine. As long as we're not compiling this um, on each and every single thing that we're doing, that's that's how uh, we start to fall into a downward downward spiral is when we start to compile bad choices after bad choice after bad choice. Now, once we get to a point to where we have that balance, that's this is where people find a healthy lifestyle. Because you start to find that that ability to say, wow, I can be in a social setting if I'm out with my family or something like that and not feel guilty for for having, you know, that 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 small cup of ice cream or or that slice of cake um, and things like that. And I can still reach the the body image that I'm looking for. That's where people find happiness within this journey and find a, a peace within the process, because you have organized your yourself in a way to understand, wow, I can manage this. The way that I need to for longevity and not be so anal about all these different, you know, um, healthy versus unhealthy arguments that I've seen on the Internet that have now trickled into my mind um, and now everything I'm overanalyzing to the point to where it's giving me anxiety to eat. Um, and so those are those are some things to really start to implement on the nutritional side that I promise you will make it so much easier as you transition into this healthier lifestyle. Um, once again, if you're somebody who is dealing with health issues for one talk to your doctor they should be the one that is prescribing you um, um, if not your nutrition protocol, directing you over to somebody who is a dietitian that can, prescribe you, uh, your nutritional protocol. So that way you are doing what you need to, if it's a, uh, you know, life on the line type of situation. If you're somebody who is trying to get ready for a show or something like that, then you're going to more than likely have to be somebody who will dial in depending on how far out you are from a show. But if you're somebody who's just trying to live a regular everyday life, make some, make some changes. These are some great starting points for you. Now on the physical side, I will tell you the simplest thing that I I am not going to lie. For many years, I overlooked. And recently, after, as I've gotten into it and implemented it for myself, it has become a staple for all my clients, making sure you get enough steps in in the day. I try to make, for me, my baseline 10K. And even for some of my clients, like I try to get them, I try to work them up to a baseline of 10,000 steps a day. If we can get them up to a baseline of about 10,000 steps a day, like you have to evaluate that in your own head, how much you're actually walking. That's going to be roughly about, um, depending on how large your steps are, you might be hitting about four to five miles. If you have possibly more like larger steps, if you have shorter steps and you're taking your time with it, then you might be pushing closer to about like six miles of walking. And so all that activity is it's for one, very low impact on the body. So if you're somebody who deals with issues with the joints and things like that, this is a great way to to use for active recovery, especially if uh, after a day of lifting, um, you know, or in between days of lifting on the weekend, it's something that you can incorporate family with uh, your dog, uh, all of that. And even just to have that peaceful time to yourself or even with a loved one and just talk. Just kind of just find that tranquil place in your mind and just, you know, just go on that walk. You know, this is something that will definitely help you be burning calories during the act of it. It's boosting up your movement. It's helping out with recovery by keeping the body moving and and, and it's just overall a great option. To, to keep the, the wear and tear on the body down compared to what it would be if you go and try to do uh, excessive amounts of running or even on the treadmill and things like that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it takes down a lot of the strain that it's going to have, even within cardiovascular, uh, you know, exercise, as far as trying to build up the, the heart health and heart endurance, we still have to have points of recovery. It still has uh, muscles within within that uh, within that system that still need to make sure it recovers properly. And there's a there's a, a point of overworking it. So please make sure that this is something that you implement in because I promise you on the movement side, it is going to help now. This next portion is going to be one that's going to confuse a lot of people because it it is something that recently a lot more people have been speaking out on, thankfully, but for a long time has been um, talked against, and that's to start getting under some type of resistance training. Now, I'm not saying you got to go to your local gym and lift the heaviest weight, but one thing that will help a lot of people, whether you're trying to lose body fat or if you're trying to put on muscle, is to do some type of resistance training that focuses on strength start building strength. One thing that I noticed even recently I'm in a I'm in a cutting phase right now. But even uh during that time I'm in a I'm in a very slight cut and I'm focusing more on strength. Not necessarily muscle gain but I'm focusing more on strength and still trying to lift a, a moderate to heavy amount and have a good amount of volume within my lifts and as I'm cutting or as I'm uh you know Slimming down, or even just like at the, at a maintenance point, uh, in a sense, on certain days, I'm seeing that my muscles are uh, staying around a lot better than if I was to go about it in the old fashioned way of, or oh, just do tons of cardio. You know, eat little to no food. Um, and and for a long time, I dealt with that as a as a teenager because i was overweight at one point and so i tried to go about it that way but then it led me to the opposite end of that spectrum of being skinny fat and i i hated that um so now like noticing how focusing in on strength and maintaining the muscle that you have even in a slight cut uh that has been something that has changed my whole perspective because now even during a cut when i look at myself i'm not seeing my shoulders getting bony i'm not seeing my arms getting too thin i'm not seeing my legs you know losing the definition that they have i'm actually seeing it stand out a lot more i'm actually seeing as those pounds are are, uh are shedding off and as the body fat is shedding off that muscle is sticking around better than what it did when i was trying to eat like a bird and you know just do excessive amounts of cardio with little to no lifting and you know, although calisthenics are great, you still got to find ways of adding a little bit more resistance in to build up that strength while doing it. And so, you know, those are those are some things that I really want you guys to implement um, over the next course of however so long as you're trying to start this journey until it, until it becomes a constant thing within your mind, within your body. So that way that you can um, find change and find it in a lasting way. So guys, thank you once again for listening in on this episode. Uh, If you need to go back and listen to those tips, however many times, please do write them down. Make sure you are are implementing those on a day-to-day basis and make sure those are stuck within your head Um, so that way you can find easier ways to transition into this healthy lifestyle and not let the over-information cause paralysis by analysis. All right, guys, so until next time, y'all be blessed and I will see y'all next time on Decision Time.